This is episode 50 of The Modern Recordist, the podcast where we talk all about designing and living your life as an extraordinary artistic visionary, discussing inspiring and creative ideas around making music and art that creates an impact in the world. On this podcast, we sit down with musicians, songwriters, artists, producers, and all manner of artistic visionaries to learn exactly what we have to do and who we have to be to create meaning and live out our artistic visions. I'm your host, John Stinson, a Nashville-based producer, recording engineer, and mixing engineer, a collector of experiences, a lifelong learner, a lifelong teacher, and an artistic visionary in my own right. And I welcome you to episode 50 of The Modern Recordist and another edition of The Producer's Notes. These are the uh, shorter episodes where I run solo, there's no guest on today, and we just talk about making music and being creative. We talk about the journey for a little bit, and uh, I want to turn this episode, uh, somebody recently wrote in to me asking some questions, and so I decided that I wanted to turn my response to that into an episode, so... um, they were asking about um, how to get started in a career in the music business and making records. And I thought that uh, maybe making a podcast episode out of what I, you know, kind of what I responded to them with uh, perhaps would benefit more people who might also be wondering the best ways to get started in a career in uh, the music business or in making records. So I'll uh, first say this. Um, it really is just like Woody Allen said, which is 80% of success is just showing up. So while it can be overwhelming to figure out how to get started, the most important thing is to uh, just do something. Doing anything is better than doing nothing. So just deciding on an action to take is better than sitting around an indecision and waiting around until you gather more information because that's just a sneaky form of procrastination. It's your resistance at work. So there's no uh, wrong way to get started in a career in music. You just got to go. You just got to start somewhere. And the other thing uh, I want to put out there right away is to encourage you to spend some time getting clear on what it is that you want to do. You don't have to know every detail of exactly what you want to do, but uh, if you know that you want to ultimately end up working as a songwriter, it might not necessarily make sense to gun really hard for the song plugger career path, or maybe it does, but getting clear on what you want helps you better evaluate the options that come up for you in the moment. And further, If you aren't completely sure what it is you want to do, you just know that you want to be in the music business, it doesn't hurt to try out a few things as uh, your process for gaining clarity. But let's talk specifically about a career as an audio engineer or a producer as uh, that fits into the context of what this podcast is all about. And it fits right into my wheelhouse as well because that's exactly what most of my experience has been in the music business. So let's uh, first uh, address your mindset and mental game. Being an audio engineer or producer requires you to be very much a self-starter and somewhat entrepreneurial. 
uh, you know, it's like to get sort of into this self-employed mentality because you're going to be, you know, you're really, you're in, you're self-employed. Um, you know, business models have changed and, uh, this kind of thing has trickled into the entire music business and changed how the entire music business works. Uh, especially recording studios and engineers, musicians, artists, and producers. People are working in a lot of unconventional ways, and the role of an audio engineer or a producer has in many cases evolved in a lot of ways. There's all kinds of unique recording situations these days, hence the inspiration for this podcast. There's bigger studios for hire, there's home studios, there's random spaces such as uh, warehouses, cars, vans, tour buses, even boats and shipping containers. People record everywhere, you know. And then there's situations involving collaboration over the internet, which is just beginning to see a lot of in- innovation. And uh, that space, particularly, is going to be a really interesting development in the very near future. You know, I used to work at a big premier studio in Nashville. And uh, then directly after that, I worked with producer Jakir King, where at the time we were working from his home studio and kind of around this same time, I also had my own recording space, which was out of a barn. And uh, all that was before I ended up where I am now, which is a completely professionally built out studio in the basement of someone's home. And uh, along the way, I've also worked out of other people's homes, uh, repurposed apartments, that have been kind of turned into makeshift recording studios. Uh, places like Roger Mutenow's studio, which I believe was a car shop before he owned it and renovated everything to turn it into a proper studio. My point is, it takes a certain level of entrepreneurial spirit and creative thinking to make your way as a producer or an engineer. There's a million ways to approach this. There's no formula. You just got to take action. You know, producers go out and, uh, and and find people to collaborate with. You know, they're going out and seeking and kind of like turning over, kicking over stones. And maybe they're they're pitching that those ideas to people and trying to raise capital and that kind of stuff. And and uh, audio engineers are, are constantly networking with people as well and producers and, you know, getting themselves kind of endeared to their own kind of, uh, kind of group, tight-knit group of people and certain types of projects. Um, you know, even if you get a job on staff at a studio, they more than likely will think of you and pay you as a contract worker and not an official employee of the studio. And while the studio, uh, will have a built-in pool of regular clientele that will keep you very busy, there's also a significant amount of dry spells where weeks could go by with hardly anyone booking sessions at the studio and so it's important to think like a business owner in all of these things and, uh, you know, to figure out the best, highest impact use of your time during these moments and when you're working to, you know, get a gig or create one. So get comfortable with the idea of changes and fluctuations, temporary gigs that uh, you don't want, hard work, inconsistent cash and constantly working to reinvent or pivot your career or job path. So that's an idea of where to gear your mindset. Let's move beyond this to some more granular things. I want to take a second to state the obvious, which is that you have to be a skilled engineer or producer to get demand for work. 
you uh, you need to constantly be doing the work and learning and sharpening your skills uh, to always stay on top of your game and help musicians and songwriters and artists make great records. It goes without saying that if you don't have the skills to record music well and uh, work artistically or technically with music creators, people will choose another person to work with. So it's about, you know, having, you don't have to be the guy who's, you know, the best guy to ever step in a studio and every record you make is perfect and everything's technically perfect and you're like the perfect recording engineer or you have all the best ideas and you're the perfect producer. You know, I'm not saying that, but but it's about having a general aptitude and a base level of aptitude for the the job and for what people are looking for. And, uh, and then perhaps more importantly, uh, is that it's all about building authentic relationships and friendships with people in the business. People hire their friends. People want to work with their friends. People want to see their friends succeed. The most important thing I've ever done in my career is working to build authentic relationships with those around me. And uh, in my opinion... Uh, This even supersedes the point that I just made about developing your skills because putting yourself around the right people will help you to develop your skills. When you make true friends in the arena of record making, they may be interested in working with you even if you don't yet have the skills. Sure, they're probably going to hire someone else to make a record with initially, but they will help you develop your skills so so that they can ultimately make a record with you. And, uh, you know, you're going to gain some of the best career and life mentors in a process like this. There's a lot of ways to do this. And, uh, again, it will take an application of a certain type of creative thinking applied to the way uh, you seek out work. But just like I said at the beginning with that Woody Allen quote, 80% of success is just showing up. So take action, show up, put yourself around people who are currently where you want to be and build authentic friendships. Uh, This could look like any number of scenarios, and it's important to have a creative and open mindset along your path. You know, back in the day, people used to walk into studios and uh, start working as the janitor or the coffee guy or the runner and do all that for free. In today's world, it comes down to getting uh, when it comes down to getting a job at a studio. It's more about uh, official internships that will apply towards college credit. Since uh, you know studios, they're not really um, otherwise accepting free work. And you know, there's exceptions, just like with anything. But uh, I'm describing kind of the default baseline. So. Um, you know, getting the internship and working to demonstrate that you, um, you know what you're doing and you have a certain aptitude and then perhaps you get hired up. So the internship is one way, but as business models have changed and people's roles have, uh, evolved, so have opportunities. And this is why I say that it requires you to be open and apply your creative mind. You might end up landing an apprenticeship directly under a big name producer. You might just leapfrog everything I've talked about and start your own in-demand media and content company. For me, it was about the internship at a well-known studio. And uh, this was the thing that allowed me to develop my skill and meet and make friends with a lot of well-known engineers and producers and artists who 
then went on to hire me directly to work with them. And, um, you know, the, so that's all kind of a few granular things. And the last granular thing that I, that uh, I, I want to mention as I begin to close out this episode, um, kind of already sort of touched on this in a second, a uh, second ago in the mindset, but this is kind of also, it's a granular thing. It's kind of, um, uh, a state of, it's kind of a combination of both a state of mind. that's sort of, um, a state of mind to adopt. And then it's also, uh, kind of a granular action to take. So this is the idea of constantly adapting, pivoting in your career or, or reinventing yourself. Uh, getting an internship was my initial footing that allowed me to begin my journey at the base of my mountain. But to reach my sum- summit, something that I still have yet to do, it's required me to pivot my career just about every year. And by the way, here's a little secret. Life was all about the journey and process. So there really is no summit to the mountain in any aspect of life. Uh, Again, like I keep saying, there's no one way to do this. And it requires you to get clear on what you want. You know, some producers became producers because they were semi-successful. They were in a semi-successful or a really successful band. Some producers became producers because they were engineers first. And some producers became producers because... Uh, they were huge music fans and somehow found their way into making a career out of their love of music. Some people never become producers and prefer being an engineer. You know, all that matters is that you decide on a process to get clear on what you ultimately want. Get clear on that and take action. All right, so here it is, the list of actionable takeaways to finalize this episode and recap. 80% of success is just showing up. Get clear on what you ultimately want so that you can make good, informed career decisions in the moment. Gear up your mindset to think like a business owner because you're going to be running a freelance business or otherwise be an entrepreneur even if you have a staff position at a studio. Get comfortable with change fluctuations in your financial standing and cash flow, uh, the constantly evolving business, and working to pivot your career in some form or another, possibly every year. And work to build authentic and true relationships and friendships with those around you uh, in the music and entertainment business. All right, if you got something on your mind that you would like to share with me or a question you would like to ask, drop me a line. I'm hearing from uh, more and more of you these days, and um, it's always awesome to connect. You can always get in touch with me by going to johnstinson.com slash contact. That's J-O-N-S-T-I-N-S-O-N.com. There's no H in John. Just remember, there's no H in John. Um, If you're enjoying the podcast and want to let me know, Uh, If you have a specific question and you'd like my opinion, if you want to talk about making a record with me or having me mix some of your some of your music, hit me up on any and all of that, and uh, let's chat. Just go over to my contact page, uh, check out the form there, fill it out, and you can send me an email. This has been episode fifty of the Modern Recordist. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed. The two main ways to do that 
are by going to my website at johnstinson.com and signing up for my email list. You can just put your email on the form right on the front page there, uh, and I will make sure that you never miss an episode. And in addition to that, I will also, from time to time, send you tips on recording and mixing and songwriting and creative flow. But if you're more of an iTunes person, you can fire up your podcasting app or pop up an iTunes on your laptop, search for The Modern Recordist, and click or tap that little subscribe button there. While on iTunes, make sure you leave a quick, uh, take a quick couple of seconds and leave a rating and review. Good and honest ratings and reviews cue others into the value that you're getting out of listening to this show, and it helps us to continue to produce great content and book great guests that you enjoy. And finally, if you got something out of this episode and know a friend or three that would also get something out of this episode, make sure that you share it with them. Go ahead and drop a link in an email or a text message or even in a tweet or a Facebook post and let everyone know how much you're getting out of listening to The Modern Recordist. That's it for this week. There's more for you next week. And in the meantime, go live your life of an extraordinary artistic visionary and create something impactful in the world.